Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Welcome to another episode of Busy Babes with Hannah and Sid. Well, hello, Miss Sydney. I got to tell you. Hello. I had the best weekend with you. It was genuinely one of the most fun double dates Simon and I have ever had. Oh, I appreciate that. That was, I did have a lot of fun too. It was fun taking you out of your element and forcing your boyfriend, husband, husband in the backseat of my car. (laughs) I literally, yeah, definitely out of my element. So many things happened. It was just so, it was just such a unique experience. And I think it's so funny because you've done that your whole life, right? Yeah. And I quite literally never have. (laughs) Fun fact, I've been driving um, Jeeps specifically since I was eight years old. I learned how to drive in a 2003 Jeep two-door. Like, it was an old-school Jeep, and I liked it a lot. Oh but, yeah, my that was, like, how I learned way back in the day. Okay, so for context, I'm just going to walk our listeners through what we did. Yes. So, Sydney and I were trying to plan a double date. Uh, for this past weekend with Simon and Parker and she calls me up day of and is like so Parker and I were thinking we'll take you guys up to a Santiago Santiago Canyon and we'll like do like an off-roading thing and then we'll have a picnic and my my first reaction was <clears throat> um is it dangerous and you were like no <laughs> <laughs> and I was like yeah I mean yeah sure Simon and I would, would love to do that like so uncertain and so we we got to your house, we went and picked up canes, and then we just started driving up this canyon. And I I've lived in California and Orange County my entire life, didn't even know this existed. And it, it took how long? Like almost an hour to get up this like mountain sort of situation. Yeah, it took like an hour about up and then like 45 minutes down. We took a lot of side roads to get to the canyon in the first yes. place. So it was like 30 minutes on street and then 30 minutes in dirt. Yeah. And Sydney drove the Jeep. I I was like, 
Well, we we were at your house. Parker was like, Hannah, you can sit up front. And I was like, because I guess I just thought Parker was going to drive. And you were like, no, I'm driving. And I was so, I was so impressed. Like, I think I told you while we were driving up the roller coaster of the mountain, I was like, if I were driving, we would have passed away. And before (laughs) we even got to the dirt portion. (laughs) No, it was, it's always funny because... I'm so picky with who I let drive the Jeep. I don't know if you know that, but... I didn't. Well, it's your Jeep, isn't it? It is. And I don't know. I just... I never feel like... I mean, obviously, I let Parker drive it, and then, like, my family can drive it, but I'm really the only person that drives it, and anybody that I've dated, like, there's only been seldom people that I've ever let drive the Jeep. And even when they do, like, if Parker backs up, I'm like, watch the front end, watch the front end, because... You know, I'm like, I don't know. It's my baby. She's such a cute Jeep. She also lights up the bottom. She's freaking pink. And so you you asked me underglow. when we went back down the mountain, you were like, what color should we do? And I was like, pink, because we need the world to know who's coming down this mountain. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say Hannah handled it like an absolute champ. The Jeep's like <laughs> nine years old and the shocks are absolutely blown out on it. So... <laughs> So every bump we went over, like, the front end just, like, smacked. And so Hannah was – I was, like, wear jeans and a T-shirt and a hoodie. And she has, like, hair curled, jean jacket, cute top, and shorts. I was, like, Miss Ma'am, you're going to get dirty. I didn't get dirty, though. And, like, Simon's dressed nice. I I stayed intact. No. I know. I was, like – I felt like a gremlin that crawled out of the bush in the photo we took. I was, like, why do I look (laughs) – Yeehaw. And Hannah looks like she walked out of the city. So cute. I I didn't have time to change. So I was like, well, this is what it is. And I guess I didn't really know what I was in for, if that makes sense. Like, I thought we were just going for a picnic, which the picnic portion was beautiful. I mean, we were the way, like the area that we were positioned in um, on the top of the mountain, we were overlooking, we were above the clouds. So we were overlooking Mm -hmm. the city, but we couldn't even see the city because we were so high above it. I don't know. It was just so beautiful. We watched the sunset. We had canes. And you put together a amazing cheese board. A cheese plate. Oh, cheese. <laughs> Ghetto cheese plate. A paper plate of cheese and crackers. <laughs> and um, just other assortment of snacks. And it was so good. I was going to say, though, it was so funny. Because when we were going up, there was a handle in the front seat for you Mm -hmm. to hold on and I was fully holding on both hands to that handle handlebar and I felt like I was on Indiana Jones it was awesome they actually you know the ones that are on the side like next to the window Mm -hmm. the ones that you can like grab with your full hand those are positioned around the jeep and for the entirety of my life we've always called those the oh shit handles because it's like oh shit you're going off the cliff Exactly. So, no, it was a ton of fun. And just to give a like a a more fully rounded visual, we up at the top of Santiago, there is like this beautiful overlook where you can see basically from like, I'm going to butcher this, but like Tustin area all the way out to like on a clear day, you can see Catalina. So we backed the Jeep up to this like mountain top and it was more of like a flat area where you can kind of park and pull up and it's this perfect view between the peaks all the way over the city to the to the ocean so from this 
top of the mountain to the ocean, you saw all of the lights that were lit up, and it was a particularly, like, marine layer day. So all the lights were peeking through the clouds. It was and so we just heavenly. Like a cloud of, it would look like an ocean cloud. Yeah. It was the coolest thing. Parker and I had never seen it like that before. We were like, hell yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it was so, so beautiful. I truly have never seen anything like it before. So. so did Simon like it or did we force him in the back and scare him half to death? Oh no, Simon loved it. He was God. totally over the moon. Like he loved it and he loved the fact, honestly, that was fun for him, but I think he loved going back home and playing games more. <laughs> He's thing. so sweet. He loves He's such games. a sweetheart. <laughs> He like that you Hannah and Simon brought their own board games to play and honestly we were having the best time and the boys were getting like so competitive and we were having a ton of fun <laughs> but Hannah and I were like wiped out it was like 11 30 and the boys were like strategizing and we're like hey you're kicking our butts like give us a break or wrap it up <laughs> it's just so funny because like once it hits like 9 p.m. I totally tanked. Like, we were in the car on the way home, and you were like, you seem off. <laughs> you were yawning, like, every I was other yawning 30 so seconds. Much. And I, I want to say it was the elevation, but quite honestly, I'm like that every night. I am always tired. I'm so tired all the time. And I'm like, what's my problem? Like, I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know if you can relate. I've been feeling that too. Like usually like I'm a morning person and I like to stay up late and I'm like I have all this energy for life and I don't have all this energy for life anymore. So I know I'm like are we just getting with old? That? Like why can't no. I hang? <laughs> like literally tell people I'm like I just can't hang. I'm so sorry. <laughs> See there's this fun period of life in my mind where old people get up super early and they're able to stay awake later. Like old old people. Oh yes. So I don't understand, like, when this shift happens from being, like, chronically tired all the time to being, like, early birds and night owls. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know how elderly people, they're like, oh, we eat at four, but they'll stay up till, like, ten and they up by six every morning. I'm like, yes, you do it. (laughs) Yes. I'm like, I want that kind of grind. Right? Or, like, my mom, for instance, she'll get up and she'll go to the gym, but she goes at like five in the morning. And that used to be me. I used to be up before her and make her coffee before she went to the gym. But now I literally cannot do that. Yeah. And like, why? Yeah. What is wrong with me? I've been trying to get on a really good schedule of, you know, like waking up really early in the morning before work because we start at like 730 in the morning. And I try to get up early enough to go on a walk. But lately, like within the last few I was going to say weeks, but it feels more like months. I am exhausted. Like, I can't, like, the thought of waking up at six now, I'm just like, no, thank you. I'm going to prioritize sleep. Can you wake up to alarms? Because my problem lately Mm -hmm. is that I don't know what it is. I don't know how many alarms I set on my phone, but I've set so many and they'll go off and I either turn them off in my sleep or they'll be going off and I don't know that they're going off. Oh, really? Like, I just, I straight up, I sleep through them. Like, there's no chance I'm getting up. Oh, that's scary. Because I, I don't usually have that problem. Um, That's probably only happened to me. Like, sleeping through my alarm has probably only happened to me once in a lifetime. Maybe because I sleep literally right next to my phone. Like, my phone's me not too. on a slide. T- sad, wow. Stroke. <laughs> <laughs> my phone is not on a side table. It's on my bed. So... 
I wake up with the alarm quite literally in my ear. Okay, but do you ever worry about getting, like, brain cancer from that, like, radiation? No. (laughs) Not until today. New fear unlocked. New fear unlocked, and I guess I will be keeping my phone elsewhere from here on out. Well, like, I don't know. We both have Apple Watches. We both are on our phones constantly. Sometimes I get worried about that kind of stuff. I don't know if that's, like, a rational fear or not, but I'm, like, sleeping with it right next to my head. It makes me think, like, the waves of the cellular device are, like, still around me. So don't get me wrong. Like, it's no better. It's less than two feet from my head. I'm looking at it right now. And I still can't wake up. So I'm, like, sometimes I don't think that it would make a difference if I had my phone on my bed. I think I would just, like, turn it off in my sleep because I'm known for, like, doing things in my sleep. Like, not sleepwalking. But, like, conscious sleeping. Like, I'll take my Mm. retainer out. Fun fact, have a retainer. (laughs) I haven't worn my retainer in weeks, and I'm a little nervous about it. Just pop that bad boy back in. It'll hurt like heck. It's going to hurt. That's why. Uh That's why. I've been religious in wearing my retainer for years until with the, I with, I'm just falling apart quite honestly I'm not wearing my, my retainer I'm not going on walks I'm not sleeping Kidney well stones. I'm falling apart <laughs> literally falling apart so I think that we are not the only ones that I feel like that feel like they're falling apart recently although I will say like the power of positive thinking I always try to think that we're going to like regroup so I'm like I never <laughs> want to say negativity only out loud but I feel like the last two to three weeks were insanely hectic and I looked it up and it was Mercury retrograde and then something happened that I had seen, I won't go into detail, on like October 2nd, no, October 1st. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. And then I went and looked something up and it was like Mercury retrograde ends on October 1st. And my mind was blown because what I had seen correlated to the confusion that I had over the month of September in that Mercury retrograde period, and it, like, solved everything, literally on that one day. And that was a day that retrograde ended. That's interesting. Blew my mind. Wow. Not me researching what Mercury retrograde is. <laughs> really? Am I dumb? Am I, what is no. that? I'm fully not educated on this either. However, all I know is that Mercury retrograde equals chaos and confusion. Oh, okay. I understand now. For like, so it was like September, I want to say like 10th, September 10th through like October 1st, where basically there's like confusion, like there's a lot of things that are coming back up in your life that needed clarity before mm. or there's something you wanted solved that wasn't solved like loose ends or just new problems that are going to help you in the future but it's just kind of like a time of turmoil okay that's what and i, I like, figured that's what it was but then i was yeah. like is it something in the in the air is there mercury in the air <laughs> should we be concerned <laughs> no <laughs> hannah's out there with like a gas mask on <laughs> like what's that you're like it's mercury retrograde <laughs> people are like wait a minute Anna wait why are you wearing a gas mask and I'm like because Cindy said there's mercury retrograde in the air and we're gonna breathe it in and we're gonna pass away <laughs> I would pay good money to see that in the streets I, wear I would work. pay good money 
Oh my god. Do you remember the Mickey Mouse that was laying outside? This is just such a core memory. (laughs) That was laying outside the building in protest that one time. I won't go into any more details, but it has to do with a mouse. Core memory unleashed. There was one time we walked into work and like the second strangest thing besides Hannah wearing a gas mask would be seeing a grown man dressed in a mouse costume holding a flyer, literally laying in front of the door to our offices. No, I had to like step over. I'm like, excuse me, sorry, just just trying to go to Whole Foods. (laughs) It was so bad. Like you feel bad, but you're also like, it's not my battle to fight, buddy. Not my battle to fight. I know. I know. And he was like, he was it was a protest. It was it was the Disney protest. It was during that era, um, mm-hmm. which was this year, right? That was this year. I want to. I don't. I want to say it was last year. Really? I want to. But it also didn't make sense because I'm like, why are our offices a target of your protest? Because this has, to my knowledge, nothing to do with Disney. I I have no idea. I I don't. I actually I blocked it out because it was so strange. Just the mouse portion. The mouse portion outside our office was very strange. And so uh, that's why I forgot about it. So aside from the chaos of retrograde, I feel like we're entering like a new era of fall. Mm. And with it being a whole, you know, gas prices like $7 a gallon in California and the return of the PSL. Mm. Where are your priorities? PSL? PSL. Gas. PSL. 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 Have you considered making coffee at home? No. (laughs) (laughs) You want my honest answer? Not at all. Wow. Are you a Keurig or an a Nespresso girl? Um. Here's the thing. I have a Keurig, but I am a Nespresso girl, even though I do not have a Nespresso. Have you ever tried coffee from a Nespresso? Oh, yes. That's why I'm a Nespresso girl. I've had it a couple times, and I'm like, this is it. But I so can't, I can't n- afford a Nespresso. <laughs> I have never had an Nespresso, but every time I use my Keurig, I'm like, man, I wish I had an Nespresso. It makes such a difference. I cannot begin to describe. How much are they? They're expensive. Expensive. Hmm. Well, I guess. What's the price on happiness, Hannah? Um, fair enough. But that's the thing. It's like, am I going to spend money on an espresso or am I just going to go to Starbucks? I don't know. You should multiply what you would spend on Starbucks every single day for a year if you went to Starbucks every day and then use that as ration or reasoning for why you need to get an espresso. (sighs) No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, no, that's a good point. So with everything, I mean, I kind of just wanted to, since we're just doing like a interesting Q&A today, since I feel like both of our brains after Completely fried. Chaos, I'm sorry. Like after, yeah. after the off-roading and then going into the work week, my brain is kerplunk. It is just not... <laughs> It's. I literally just shook it around. Remember the other day there. where I was like, "This is my brain right now." Like two circuits going. Like it's about to just I give heard, out. <laughs> I heard this saying: uh, "Your two, your single brain cell that's left is fighting for second place," and I, I cannot get that out of my head. 
Hannah's last brain cells fighting for second place right now. Um, okay, <laughs> that meme you sent me, what was it, the, like two days ago, with the clown? Oh my god, yeah, so it was like a picture <laughs> of Pennywise, and it said me giving my friends advice when I myself belong in an insane asylum, and I was like, hey, that's me. <laughs> no, but literally me, at least this week, I just am like... <laughs> Trying to be support. I just, like, my, I cannot. <laughs> I'm incapable I'm of being myself at this point. Useful. Yeah, useful. We flip-flop. Useful. We flip-flop. I will say that. When one of us is unhinged, the other is grounded. So I think that's a good partnership. I. <laughs> I. So in this time, I looked up the price of an espresso. And there's one called the Creatista Pro, and it seems pretty basic. Comes with a steam pipe. It's like I love me a steam pipe. Fifty dollars. God, that's what I'm saying. It's almost a thousand dollars. But that's 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 top tier, my dear. Now, if you if you bump down to the Creatista Plus, um, mm. it's only six forty nine. But does she have a Latisse? steamer? But does she have a steamer? She does. Premium espresso machine with electronic recipe maker and integrated steam pipe to create latte art. And, and, if you go even down further to Latissima 1, that also, it looks like it has a steam, yeah, it has a milk steamer. It's a little, little more ghetto, but it's only $3.99. And if you wanted to go for the most basic, no, that's the cheapest option. Three, $3.99. No, the City Z. The city, yeah, the city Z, which is like what you see on what everyone has on TikTok with like I don't know how to describe it. It's only three twenty nine. So now that I know that it's not that expensive, or you could get the Essentia Mini, Essenza Mini for one hundred seventy nine dollars. Okay, that's not terrible, but I think the quality definitely makes a difference. So like the more expensive one, the coffee's better. That's just my. I feel that. <laughs> I feel that. Here's my here's my sitch. So I say this has been my thought for like the last five years. Whenever I do get married, one of my wedding presents, I'm gonna it's gonna be like on the reg- registry, like a nice espresso machine. And pending things work out with Parker, that would be amazing because he is like he's a manager of a coffee shop and he knows how to make perfect coffee. Fair enough. And you know how to make coffee, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, dude, my life would be set. Yeah. My own in-house barista? Wow, so ideal. He'd kill me if he heard me say that. <laughs> He'd literally kill me. Um, on my our wedding registry, I wish we did the Nespresso, but we actually did um the Keurig that froths milk. So I have a eh. I have a Hey, I have a massive Keurig. Eh. I love it. <laughs> but do you love the taste of battery acid in the morning? Oh. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I have a I have a Keurig here. I make my coffee every morning. Do you know how many times I've tried to spice up my coffee, Hannah? I've been like, I'm going to make this taste good. And you have the shot option to make lattes. Mm-hmm. And it still tastes like you put like a minimal amount of just acid water in milk. Mm-hmm. No, I 100% agree. I'm just, I'm just trying to tell myself it's better than it actually is. So I use it, no. but I won't. See, all comes back to square one. Will I use it this fall? Probably not. <laughs> Will I go to Starbucks tomorrow morning? Hundo P. <laughs> Hundo P. Yes, I definitely think you need to buy an espresso machine. And now I also think you need to buy a Jeep and become an off-roader with me. 
Oh my gosh. Learn the tricks of the trade. But mostly, but I feel like my brand is like beach vibes. So like I want my Jeep to drive down to the beach and then drive home. (laughs) You know what we call those, Hannah? I'm scared. Mall crawlers. What? What does that mean? Is that a thing? Yeah, it's for like the average girl that wants a Jeep because they look cool, but they never take it off-roading. Just mall crawlers. They just drive to the Jeep, drive to the mall and back in their Jeep. But I'm not going to the mall. I'm going to go to the beach, look at the ocean, drive right back. Windows down. Hannah, down PC. Is that wheel going to touch the sand? Is that wheel going to touch the sand? No. If it does, but- <laughs> you should be concerned. <laughs> if you're at the beach, <laughs> it means you've gone over something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just like, I don't know. Yeah. Illegal. Sue me. Sue me. I want, it, I want it for the vibes. I'm going to tell you where, I'm like, oh my god, Hannah, this fun new way to the beach, and I'm going to take you to the backwoods. Yeah. This isn't, I, where's the, where's the ocean? This isn't Kansas anymore. (laughs) The woods, I will say, when we were driving up Santiago, 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 wow. Santiago, Santiago, I think. I was definitely getting the murder vibes. Not saying you were going to murder me. That's not what I'm saying. (laughs) But I was like, this feels very spooky. As we were driving in dusk through this wee little town that I didn't know existed. (laughs) With like little like shacks of homes. I'm like, like, like backwoods. Like 20 minutes away. From, like, any civilization. Yes. Which doesn't seem like a lot, but when you're in the canyons, it is. Yeah, it's just, like, if it's just feeling a little bit different. (laughs) (laughs) We have, I I will leave you with this. Google some of the stories, like, horror stories about Santiago and Tribuco Canyon. Specifically, like, Black Star Canyon. Black Star Canyon? Get back to me on that. Tell me how you feel about going back there again. Yeah. I know one person that's seen people in there with machetes guarding a abandoned house. You're joking. Stop it right now. No. Where we drove? In that area. I have no words. I feel like you just made that up. Nope. Oh, Google it. Frick. And on that note, to Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.